Today on Hokie Talk, I am joined by the Hokies Vote Caucus. Hi everyone, my name is Maya Mehdi. I'm a senior at Tech studying philosophy, politics, and economics and minoring in stat. And I am the founder and current director of Hokies Vote Caucus. Hi everyone, my name is Preeti Pandey. I'm a junior at Virginia Tech studying political science with legal studies and also philosophy, politics, <laughs> and economics. Um, I am the current assistant director of Hokies Vote Caucus. I'm really excited to be here. Cool, thank you guys so much for being here today and making the time. Uh, could you guys tell me in the audience a bit more about what Hokies Vote Caucus is, what you guys do, why you guys got involved, and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, so Hokies Vote Caucus is a nonpartisan voting rights and civic engagement student program at BT Engage, which is the Center for Leadership and Service Learning. And we were founded about a year ago. Um, President Sands made the all-in campus democracy commitment, meaning that he decided that civic engagement is really important to college students and wanted to make voting more accessible. So thus Hokies Vote Caucus was founded and that's basically what we do and why we do it. And I was super lucky. I joined Hokies Vote Caucus after it was kind of already, already structured and formed. So I was I applied for a fellowship with the Campus Election Engagement Project and then they connected me to Jess and then also Maya. So I was just able to jump in and help out however I could. Okay, cool. So it's relatively new, correct? Yeah. Okay. And then um, so what was the what was the, the reason for it starting again, you said? Um, well, President Sands made the on-campus democracy commitment. He signed the presidential commitment, um, meaning that he wants to increase student voter turnout. Um, and we have seen that in the past couple of years. Tech now has a voting rate of 73% as of 2020. Um, and that's a 15% jump from 2016. So there's been a lot of improvement for sure. I don't know if we can take credit for all of that. <laughs> but yeah. Um, we definitely do our best to make voting information more available to students, make sure students are registered. We have a 90% voter registration rate at Tech um, as of 2020. Amazing. Yeah, so we work really hard for that. Um, I think other institutions, like the average for other institutions in 2020, their voting rate was 66%, so Tech is way okay. above other Significantly more. Yeah. yeah, but our aim is always 100%. Yeah. True, true, true. Okay, so what, do you, what kind of stuff do you guys do to like... So we've done many different events throughout the year, semester, whatever. So one of our, I guess my favorite things that we do is called deliberative dialogue. So where we basically host a dialogue for different people. So where we play the moderators and we have people from different um, backgrounds, perspectives come in and speak. We did one on policing and we've done one on like climate change, climate choices directly related to Virginia Tech mm -hmm. and our climate action plan. And we also did one on voting and elections as well. So talking about the issues and looking at different solutions and see where people agree, where people disagree. So that's been really fun. And we, we also do a lot of tabling where we stand outside, like maybe dining halls, the drill field or whatever. And we just ask people if they're registered to vote, get them registered, okay. what state they're voting in, stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. yeah. That's very cool. Mm -hmm. So do you guys like uh, communicate with, uh, you said it was Tim Sands' idea from the start or part of his like, an action plan of his to kind of get this going? Is there like communication between? Well, he, so President Sands did give VT Engage and Hokies Vote Caucus a shout out in his welcome week letter. Um, he didn't inform us before he did that, but we're happy to get that. Um, this initiative has been, been mainly from VT Engage and within VT Engage. The 
exact title VT Engage is the Center for Leadership and Service Learning. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't it wasn't originally including civic engagement, but that was tacked on to their mission because it sort of fits in with the leadership and service parts of you know the student college experience. Um, so it's been spearheaded from our office, um, but President Sands has given verbal support for it. Or what sorts of stuff have you guys seen like um, that you wanted to like advocate for or against, depending on like. What decisions the school board's made um, and also you're talking about how like you guys want to like spread information and stuff mm -hmm. like what kinds of is it information about like candidates um, information about how, how like where to vote how to register and all that I get that uh, do you talk about like candidates policies um, is it, like more informative collaborative yeah so for us we're not really allowed to we don't endorse any candidates or any political views so for us it's about empowering people to vote in a way that connects with them like personally right so we've done a talk on like policing and we've done one on climate change. So yeah, you can tell people to vote, but you also need to give them like a reason that personally connects to them and the issues they care about. Okay. Right. So just like empowering people to go out there and learn about those issues. So they're showing up to the polls because they care about an issue, not just because we told them to vote, you know. So like bring up the important yeah, issues exactly. that like we're So we bring up people. the issues, we ask them what do you care about and try to connect that issue to voting. What kinds of things do people care about? Um, I'm, I feel like on campus, I've seen a lot of people care about like climate change. They want to learn about it. They want to see how they can help. I've seen people care about like, especially since 2020, more about Black Lives Matter, policing issues like that, and also. I mean, there's also just regular Virginia Tech issues. Yeah. It doesn't really have to connect to the greater national political sphere. It can mm -hmm. be what matters to you on campus mm -hmm. you know like there are a lot of issues of sexual assault that students are really passionate about making real change there um and you know that starts on a really really local campus level mm -hmm. but it does connect to the greater policies that are passed in virginia um for example right now a problem we're facing at vt engage and specifically in the market is we are not allowed to use state funds to buy toiletries which includes feminine products which means, you know, students who can't afford to buy food probably cannot also, like, it, they're probably not also able to buy feminine products. Yeah. Um, and that that's really more of, like, a human rights issue, you know. Yeah. Um, so we're trying to raise awareness about that. And also we're hosting a toiletry drive in November um, to try and raise some money to buy those those items and also to get donations for that. So keep an eye out for that for sure. But that's just an example of how state policy affects us at Virginia Tech and affects what the university can offer students. So the issues that matter to you on campus are connected to the state, especially since we're a public school. Yeah. How, how do you guys think, like how much influence does Virginia Tech have? I guess we can start with like uh, first externally on the state of Virginia, then like internally. I, you see you guys are talking about how um, there's like a lot of issues that students Care about. We can talk about that first, like the issues that students internally care about. So climate change, BLM, um, sort of like where what funding should go where. Um, what 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 sorts of things like um, I guess awareness is huge to raise. That's already like I think a huge part of the battle. Um, but like, what what sorts of things have you guys seen? I guess are you are you advocating for for tech to push for more things or kind of push for the student community like as in tech I mean like um, administration yeah. I think community building is very important I see like there's a lot of power in collective action right so just making sure people are getting the right information they're learning 
Um, right now, the news or social media is very biased, right? Um, you, if you go on your news, feed, if you go on your Twitter feed, you're only going to see things like you're going to agree with. So, right, mm. we want to create a space where people can come together and discuss their topics in a safe environment without feeling judged, and also learn because. When we're doing our dialogues, we provide facts, so at least that's there before they make up their opinions about any topic, right? So I feel like, for me, I see it as like a community building where people are empowered to voice their opinions about whatever issue they care about on campus. Um, yeah. yeah, I think the issues that student, students care about are going to change a lot over time. Mm-hmm. So we're not really advocating for a specific position or you know policy from the school. We're just trying to give students the resources and tools to be able to mobilize their community to do what they want. Because, you know, we aren't a part of every single community or identity yeah. here at Tech, yeah. but we want to make sure that everybody feels like their voice is heard, you know, in larger in the government, but also here at Virginia Tech. And that part of making your voice heard is being civically engaged, is doing community service, is voting, is showing the university that I'm aware of all these issues, I'm mm-hmm. upset about them, mm-hmm. and I want you to make a change. Um, and that can look like really different based on student to student, right? Yeah. So some people have more access to things than others, right? So we want to try and sort of level the playing field and make it even for everyone so everybody can speak up and say what they want to say. Mm-hmm. And we want to be a resource for them to show them how it's done, right? So the university bureaucracy could be really confusing. Um, and if yeah. you're not, yeah. like, we're part of VT Engage. We are part of the university. So we have resources and knowledge that the general student body doesn't have access to or knowledge of. So Is that because, team, like, we're not allowed to have access to it or is it because it's just not well at being spread it's just complicated yeah and um it changes over time as the university like hires new people restructures Mm -hmm. you know we have the new residence and well-being model in the residence halls yeah and that changes how we do things right it changes how we talk to freshmen it it changes their experience right so when the university changes, the red tape changes, the bureaucracy changes, the chain of command changes. So our goal is to be able to say to students, well, if you have an issue with sexual assault on campus, here are the resources you have to try and make that change. And if you want help gathering the community, getting education, um, getting information, that's what we're here to help you to do. And that's why we partner with a lot of student organizations. So oh, really? We've yeah. partnered with Students for Racial Justice. We've partnered with the NAACP. Um, we've partnered with Students for Sustainable Practice, we're partnering with USS this semester, um, and we're part- partnering with Delta Lambda Phi this semester. So we're trying to reach a lot of different populations through the student organizations. Mm-hmm. And one of the one project we've been like really trying to do but haven't been that successful in is creating the democracy, what is what do we call it? Democracy working group. Yes, democracy working group. So we're basically trying to get every political org on campus to come together and us form like a group or a committee where, you know, because it doesn't matter who you want, uh, who do you, sorry, it doesn't matter who you want someone to vote for, it just like, at least they're voting, right? So if we have all of the political orgs together, we can collectively work towards voter registration, voter education, and also pushing for election day as a holiday on campus because we do have classes classes on election day Mm -hmm. every chance. Mm -hmm. So one of our goals is also making election day a holiday. And UVA just declared Election Day University yeah. holidays. So really? Yeah. They are above us in that. <laughs> Actually, I was in that statement. <laughs> I was in that statement. Um, no, but definitely other universities are taking um, taking initiative to make voting more accessible to students, and we're just 
we've been working really hard to try and mm-hmm. get that to work. We've been working with USS to try and make Election Day a holiday, but it also boils down to how much student support do we have? Do we have the faculty support as well? Do we have administrative support? So I'm sure student support's a given. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's people come with the questions like, oh, well, students are just going to, you know, blow off class and go have fun and not really think about democracy at all, um, which I think that's definitely not the case. There is a huge misconception in this country that yeah. the youth are not mobilized. They don't care about anything. They're mm. apathetic. They're lazy. Whereas, you know, it, historically, students have been at the front of so many social justice movements. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's really disrespectful to discount the youth and especially college students um, when it comes to making changes in this country since young people just historically have spearheaded a lot of those movements. Um, and, you know, we're also hoping to make more civic engagement opportunities available for students on Election Day. So it's not just going to be like, oh, they have classes off, but we're also giving them opportunities to get involved in the community, to have these deliberative dialogues, to talk to people who are different from them. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just to appreciate that we have a democracy and your vote counts and your vote matters. And ultimately, getting Election Day off is a message from the university to the students that we care about your civic engagement. We care about your democratic involvement. It's important to your growth as a person and to our goal as a university to make citizens of the world or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's people mean. with yeah. knowledge that go out and make the world a better place based on what they've learned at the university. Yeah, and research shows that if you vote once, you're a lot more likely to go back and vote again and again, right? So having election day off would create a culture at Virginia Tech where everyone recognizes it as a day where we all go vote. And once they're out of college, working, whatever, grad yeah, school, yeah. they still have the, you know, they still have the tradition of going out and voting on election day. So I feel like it can create a change for many years to come and it would be great for campus overall. I think that's huge, yeah, having, like, a day off just because I think it could totally change the mentality. Like, exactly. even if it was a nationwide thing, totally changing the mentality of, like, how important Election Day is because when we don't get the day off, you know, it kind of just – you do it on your way to work or on your way to class or on the way back or in between. But if it's, like, a whole day off for yeah. doing that, I think it could hugely, like, promote Election Day. And then everyone's always complaining about how, like, oh, government's bad, administration's mm-hmm. bad, we got to vote next time, and then, like, the day comes around and a lot of people won't. A lot of people will, though, which is good. But um, I know you were telling me that um, ever since voting was like able to be happened in Squires, voting has gone up a lot. Which I thought was really, really cool. Yeah, well, um, I think in 2008, Squires was established as a polling place. Um, and that was a result of the former Student Government Association working really hard to make it a polling place. So they had to coordinate with the local registrar's office and the Department of Elections. Like, it takes a lot of work. So... We're, we should be really prideful that we have a polling place um, on campus. A lot of universities don't, um, and it really deflates the youth vote. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, and we also saw a huge, and you know, this is just speculation. We don't really know the reason why people are turning out to vote more, um, but obviously in 2020 we saw record voter turnout across the board, like across the country. Um, and partly that's because of COVID, because they really couldn't get to the polls on election day. So people were voting by mail a mm. lot, um, which made voting a lot easier. They had drop off boxes. So if you know, if you didn't have stamps, yeah, <laughs> you can go drop off your um, your ballot. And um, unfortunately, this year they've removed the drop off boxes. Really? Um, Nationwide? 
In Virginia. In Virginia. In Virginia. Um, and that's a huge issue for the disability community because um, it just takes away more options for them to be able to turn in their ballot. Um, and it creates sort of this air of like fear about is my vote going to be counted mm-hmm. or not? Um, and thankfully in Virginia, they have a ballot tracking system. So even oh, yeah? when you, you send your absentee ballot back, you can check to see that the registrar received your ballot. Oh, okay. Um, so that's super convenient and you can do it online. Um, on the citizens portal so there's a lot of like hidden techniques to make yeah. sure this stuff happens but obviously there's a lot of policy change that could happen that could make voting a lot easier for people but right now this is the way that it is mm-hmm. and we want to make sure students know the way that it is so yeah. that their voice um, and their vote their vote gets counted yeah and like I feel like seeing this huge turnout in 2020 really shows me that students do care about voting they do want to turn out to vote you just have to give them the resources you know mm-hmm. and in 2020 most of us were staying home a lot on the news we're all on our phones and we saw these conversations happening right so when we have these conversations and we give them the resources to vote from home or wherever they are people will turn out because students do care i feel like students are the most passionate group in our country right so I'm just really happy that we can provide them with some of those resources yeah. so they can turn out to vote. And, you know, voting isn't the end-all be-all. It's mm-hmm. not the solution to the problems that we have in this country. That's why we civic engagement is also part of our mission mm-hmm. um, and giving students the opportunities to be their own advocates for their communities. Um, because even if the politician you voted for gets elected, they're a politician. And um, <laughs> you have to hold them. You have to continue to hold them accountable. Yeah. Um, you have to see where are they getting all their money from? Who are their donors? You know, does that align? Do those donors align with your interests as mm-hmm. well? Because lobbying and campaign finance is, you know, a really big issue here um, in our country and in Virginia and nationwide. So um, it's not it's not just about voting, casting your ballot, and then saying, oh well, my politician didn't vote this way on this bill, and uh-huh. now I'm upset. Well, um, that's kind of the 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 catch with democracy it's not it's not easy to maintain and it requires people to be involved um and that's why we said we said at the beginning that we know students are busy we're students Mm -hmm. we're busy Uh, but it's our it's our job and part of our mission to make things easier for students to get involved with and also i want to talk about like the distrust in democracy and how a lot of students especially like marginalized students they don't turn out to vote because why do you trust a system that does not help you, right? Mm-hmm. But then it is important for us to show up and vote because if I'm voting, I'm going to vote for people, hopefully, that look more like me, that you know help me uh, further the issues I care about. So it's important that we show up because we can't really break the distrust in the system if we're not involved at all, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think that's huge. And I think, like, what you guys are doing, which is the, the primary goal is, like, spread information is huge because it's so easy to get lost. Um, and, like, even just going out to vote is already huge, but I'd say a huge, like, majority of people who go to vote will kind of not know that much about their candidate. And yeah. a huge majority won't, like, follow up on the candidate after they vote for them, mm-hmm. you know. So I think what you guys are doing is, is really cool. Um, there are elections coming up in November. Yes. Right? So uh, what, what kinds of, so like, wrap up, what kinds of stuff are you guys, like, are you guys doing anything to, like, prep for that? Um, spread information for that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so um, on November 8th we have midterm elections which is a national federal election um, to reelect all the members of the House of Representatives and one third of the Senate is up for reelection 
Um, and to see who's on your ballot, you can go to ballotpedia.org um, and get a sample ballot. So you put in your address and they search their little database. They find out what your district is, um, who's going to be on your ballot, who's running against them. And also you can see so much information about the candidate. Um, you can see their history, their educational background, what major bills have they voted on. You can see where all their money comes from. Wow. Um, yeah. There's so much information available, and you can see their their stances on key topics, um, political topics right now. Wow. Um, Ballotpedia, you said? Yeah. Um, so that's a really great resource, and the midterms are really, really important this year because um, typically – the youth don't really turn out to vote for midterms. So even though we had a 73% turnout rate at Tech in 2020, um, we only had a 36.6% turnout in 2018, was, which mm. were, those were the last midterm elections. Um, Is that of the student population or the people yes, registered to vote? That's of the student population. Okay. All students eligible to vote. Out of all students eligible to vote, how many people actually voted? Oh, okay. It, okay. Yeah, so in 2020, it was 73%, and in 2018, it was 36.6%. So that's yeah. huge. It's like almost half, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we really want students to turn out to vote. Your Congress members, your representatives are going to vote on issues that you care about, right? Mm-hmm. So that's abortion rights, gun rights, um, about immigration reform, climate. the climate change issues going on, um, anything that's happening in, in our country right now, they're going to make laws about it. Um, so th- it's really important that students vote. Yeah, and then there's a very slim majority on both House and the Senate, right? So it's like almost tied for Republicans and Democrats. So whichever party you care about, you should really be voting because it's literally like, like equal, mm-hmm. I would say almost. Yeah. So it's really important that you show up to vote for whoever you care about because doesn't matter both sides. I know it's a two-party system, and I, yeah. I wish it was more, but both sides um, has a very slim majority in the House and the Senate. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. meaning your vote could be the yeah, like your vote could be the deciding vote. And um, you know, there's a lot of numbers and and stats about you know how the youth vote could potentially completely change the election. So, mm-hmm. for example, Virginia's second district, which is like. Virginia Beach, Norfolk, that area. Mm-hmm. Um, the youth is going to have a huge impact on midterm elections um, there. So if you're a voter there, your vote could literally change the outcome of the election. So if it was going to be a Democrat elected the and uh, all the youth turned out to vote, they're saying that it could be the Republican. So you could completely flip it. or the Okay, around, I got you. Yeah. Right um, and like Preeti said, it, there's a really slim Democrat majority right now in Congress. And typically what happens after midterm is the majority party changes. Really? So if this midterm follows the pattern throughout history, then it's going to be a Republican majority in the Congress. Whether that's good or bad is up to you guys. But, you know, that's that's the facts right now. Very interesting to hear. Okay, November 8th. November 8th, 2022. Okay. Turn out to vote. And okay. we also have like different booths planned throughout mm-hmm. the month coming up. So if you see Hokies Vote Caucus screaming at you, <laughs> are you registered to vote? Uh-huh. Well, please come have a conversation with us. We'll answer any questions you may have. And yeah, and we, we, we might give you some buttons, stickers, t shirts, hey. water bottles, <laughs> free food. I don't know. <laughs> 
You never know. <laughs> yeah. Just come find us. The things that will incentivize people to vote. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Call the students. You can't really host an event without having something for them to yeah. show up because it's really hard. Yeah. It's so hard to have people show up. Yeah. Food or t-shirts. Yeah. yeah. T-shirts are usually... I hit. Yeah, t-shirts yeah. and food. We're so, <laughs> we're so cheap. All right, cool. Preeti, Maya, thank you guys so much for your time. Very cool stuff you guys are doing. Yeah, thank you, thank you for so having us.